you know, one thing I have to be happy about was I love well, we start the week off, John, and our production meetings are quick, quick, crisp, to the point, one, two, three. Yeah. None oh, yeah. of this long, drawn-out, no. technical, Right. what do you do about this, and we have to call HR about that, and, you know, it was one, two, three today, and uh, I want to just say, where's our applause button? Let's, well, it's been a while for that one, huh? Yeah. Let's press the yep. applause button for a quick production meeting. Yep. And you know what? Let's get right to it today. You ready for okay. a countdown? Cool. A lot of energy today, Let's John. Let's do it, man. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Alchemist. I'm your host, Dr. John Gerard Gallucci. And, and he's just out of camera shot, Ooh. but Major Springfield Bones is back. Um, yes. How you doing there, Bonesy? Mm -hmm. Um, he's good. He enjoyed Shark Week, and he, uh, he's donning his, his, uh, his BDUs, his battle dress uniform. Yeah. Um, Fits like a glove. Yeah, see, he kind of wanted to, you know, do away with the, uh, the, the chef, celebrity chef, Springfield Bones, for a while, for a while. He got invigorated, I think he saw the Top Gun movie or something over the over last weekend and now he's in his bdu say okay mm. all right well, let's, let's, okay. listen whatever who are we to judge right I'm it's between him and hr right. and whatever they're doing i'm just glad to see you back bones i mean you uh, in one piece you certainly took your time yeah it's okay it's all right man it's all good john uh right after that awesome countdown let's remind our subscribers mm -hmm. and people out there and new subscribers right. to like follow and subscribe and subscribe and share yeah and the reason why we ask you to do this and for those of you who are faithful followers you know we're not monetized we're never going to ask you for money ever never never that's not the purpose of this podcast the purpose of the podcast is the message now the the functionality of the podcast, the nuts and bolts, is, of course, the three E's, educate and elevate and um, entertain. entertain. Yeah. <laughs> and so I almost forgot. And uh, You're the one that thought of that. So, well, no, no. Uh, that's something that they use in Hollywood. Mel oh, Gibson okay. has, has preached that for years. Mel freaking yes, Gibson. Yes, I love Mel Gibson. If you don't like Mel Gibson or if you don't think he's brilliant, sign off. John, ah. we were talking about his classic scene, Mel Gibson. Uh, last week we were talking about yeah. freedom, Braveheart. The last words in that movie, the yeah. man sc screams, "Yeah, freedom!" Yeah, unbelievable. Oh yes, freedom! Yeah, as they cut his you know what's off, and then they chop his head off, and in real life, William Wallace was cut into little pieces, and uh, his pieces were mailed by carrier mm. back to uh, the king of england i think yeah they always sent it back to the king i guess for approval <clears throat> or validation right. that it got right. done right and yeah. um you know and this all comes down to one of the um the the main platforms of of human existence should be freedom and freedom rests on free will. And 
freedom of speech. Mm. And if you're if you're exhibiting your free will and your freedom of speech, certainly that means you must have freedom of your thoughts. And how do the ruling elites that seem to have never gone away in thousands of years, they're still there, and yes, they are bloodlines. You know, outside people come and go very rarely because the elites would refer to them as useful idiots. Um, censorship, censorship, censorship will steal humanity's free will, right? Well, John, freedom of speech is in the Constitution? Or the, uh, the, um... the prevailing powers do not regard the Constitution. They only make you think they do. Is that that's, our first amendment? That's am why they got a constitutional attorney like Barack Obama mm -hmm. uh, to step up as their Manchurian candidate so that everybody said, oh, we've never read the Constitution. I've never even seen a copy of it, but Barack Obama is a constitutional attorney. Yeah, but he's, he's also a communist. Hmm. Our First Amendment, John? And? Freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was that important that the Founding Fathers put that at numero uno. Yeah. That's Spanish for number one. Well, you know, it's it's a lot of people are starting to kind of break this now, you know, and the mainstream media will never, but there are journalists that are around the backside of the mainstream media, and the comedians seem to rule the roost now with, with freedom of speech. So I'm going to play a clip for you from uh, the podcast, uh, Russell Brand's podcast. I love Russell Brand. He's great. And he's interviewing Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi, you know, I think his dad was a New York market... Um, Channel 2. ...talking head, yeah. Yeah, Channel 2. I can't remember two. his first name. Joe? Uh, I don't know. I think it was anyway, Joe. let's listen to this. Do that, right? Like, officials can do that, and they do that all the time. They do it regularly. And, and that's why the, the censorship issue is so fraught because if if you automatically in any kind of censorship regime somebody has to be responsible for deciding what the truth is and what it isn't mm. if that per, if that body is connected with the government it just gives them a monopoly on lying um, a and, monopoly and on lying wow that's what makes it automatically problematic that's what you have to you have to allow everything because the only defense against government misinformation is is you know the, the general public and theoretically a big people like press, us although though. we have yes. that so much at, at least having some people ask some, you know like like you asking some questions about things uh, it, it prevents the total saturation of, of official misinformation wow i feel like there are some simple and observable patterns one being Assange, Julian Assange's observation that the function of government is to transfer public money into private hands, viewed from this perspective, the Afghanistan war is not a failure, it's a success. Huh. Another How huge is that statement? That there seems to be this simultaneous trend to increase the ability of powerful interests to lying, you know, to quote you just a moment ago, giving the government a monopoly on lying where ordinary individuals with a limited ability to impact anybody are being aggressively persecuted. There I you go. That, yeah, this mm. sort of institution... Thank you, Russell and Matt. Yeah. Is John, let's critique that. Yeah. I mean, even though there's really not much to critique, 
I mean, Russell well, Brand... because we feel like it's, it's a foregone conclusion that they're speaking the truth about manipulation of truth and censorship of truth, yeah. which I find to be the truth. I mean, yeah. I mean, an analogy, of, kind of like what he said, but in a sports analogy, if you can uh, go that distance, is uh, like if the referees in any sporting event were wearing one of the other team's jerseys, one of the other oh, teams. There, there you go. That's right. exactly and, what it is. And it's also this whole issue of, of insider trading that the Congress and, and Nancy Ooh. Pelosi should be able to um, regulate the Wall Street. And now they're engaging in buying and selling of stocks on Wall Street. If you did that, you'd be in fucking jail. Yeah. The FBI or the local police would be knocking at your door at 3.15 in the morning because that's their little stupid witching magic hour. And, uh, and you'd, be, you'd be persecuted. Persecuted. They'd put you in leg arms. And then if, if, you're, if your neighbors were asleep at 3.15, they'd wake them up just so they could look out the window and watch you getting dragged away because that's part of their shtick. I'll tell you what. They are so entrenched in power in D.C., the so-called, the proverbial swamp, that they feel that they can do whatever the heck they want to do. Well, I, I think D.C. is merely, they're the merely the sanctioned puppets of the big corporate corporate heads and leaders uh, internationally. I mean, looking back to, the viewers are going to get sick of, of hearing me talk about Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, out of thin air, started the World Economic Forum. And then slowly over years, he's kind of, uh, you know, given it, given it international say-so and clout. And, and now they're looking to basically pass law and judgment upon all of the lands of the earth. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So getting back to what Matt Taibbi and, and Russell Brand were talking about, about who decides what is the truth... Of course, it reminds me of that famous discourse in the Bible, in the New Testament, the discourse between Jesus Christ and Pontius Pilate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are you a king? You say I'm a king. But my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, my followers would assure that no one laid a hand on me. In other words, we'd kick your ass. Mm. Right. And he says, I'm here to bear witness to the truth. Pontius Pilate's retort, what is truth? Think about those lines you just recited, what John. Is truth? How heavy all those lines are. Well, they you, go know? Over, you know, most people that wow. read those lines, they're just kind of like, yeah, I'm reading the Bible. My, my grandmother says I should. And they're not paying attention. Yeah. It, doesn't, it, it hasn't come alive for them. You know, mm. it's just something that happened over 2,000 years ago uh, to some guy who's wearing leather sandals and was a carpenter, and now he's now he's got a, uh, you know, crown, crown. of thorns on his head. Now he's got a problem. Beat the shit out of, uh, they, the Romans beat the crap out of him, but it was, it was the, the, the Hebrew temple guards that arrested him. So the Romans did not arrest him in Gethsemane. It was... Uh, the temple guards uh, from the Roman high court and uh, they handed him over to the Romans and they coerced the Romans to crucify Jesus 
Mm. Right. They wanted to do it, but they couldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. I guess they didn't have the balls to do it. Wow. Some things have never changed in 2,000 years. But a bump bump. Yeah, but what heavy words and what, oh, man. They, I, that, that just carried a lot of weight, you know. Yeah. When no, you say, what a story. Seriously, and, and regarding, you know, regarding who decides what is misinformation or not, <clears throat> a 32-year ongoing award-winning physician, surgeon, me, the platform says that I'm perpetrating egregious medical misinformation so as to put the population in peril. Mm. Really? You, you pieces of communazi shit. Communazi, of course, is just an encompassing phrase. If you think that the Nazis are bad, the communists are worse. But if you think the communists are worse, the Nazis are even worse than the... Con Who knows? So it, it throws them all in there. Who do I want to deal with? The, the Third Reich High Command or Stalin? Uh, neither. Hmm. Neither. But today, today we're dealing with the global Luciferian communazi takeover plan, which is called the New World Order. And if you think the New World Order is a joke, and if you haven't immersed yourself in what it is, I'll quote an old cartoon that my kids used to watch. You are stupid. Hmm. You are stupid. Yeah. John, you have to, let's give credit where credit is due. These, these evildoers, and they are evil. I mean, they thought long term, yeah. Right? <clears throat> yeah. And but they put it all in motion how how long ago? And it this is like their Super Bowl right now. Oh yeah. It's like it all came together. This is it. It's for the whole it's for the whole ball of wax yeah. for them and Joe Biden that ooh, ooh, ooh there's ah, no ooh. there's no word, there's no language strong enough for how I feel about him. So I just won't say anything. Mm. But he's the one that, what did he say? Um I don't know. Oh, we're fighting for the heart and soul uh, of America. You lying sack of shit. And that doesn't come close to how we're No, really yeah, that's that's very right. tame. But just think of the long-term plan. They set it all up. Think how they put people in positions of power throughout uh, the all these uh, three-letter agencies over the year. Until the top couple levels are just filled with their kind of people, right? You know, and just think about how they uh, attacked the education system. Started with colleges, worked their way down. Uh, that oh, took yeah, a couple yeah. generations, and they did they did that. Um, how they had to wait till certain uh, leaders in Europe transfer, you know, <laughs> spread it out throughout the world, yeah. agreed with them, were on the same game plan as them. I mean, they just took their sweet friggin' time. And, of course, the side of good and right just was asleep at the wheel. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's this new guy at the FBI? Who's, uh, you know, this person in charge of France? Oh yeah. Who's the new dean of some college? I mean, all these people that you just think are just somebody just like, you know, the old boss is just like the new boss. Or the new boss is just like the old boss. And it's just somebody with a whole different belief system. 
somebody with bad intentions and uh, smiling up front. I can't can't remember. I think it was, I think it was Ted Cruz. He was questioning the FBI, the present FBI director. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, right. Just on, just on a a video, uh, just the other day. And uh, because along with censorship, uh, people and certain agencies, or I shouldn't say agencies, certain certain groups are being identified uh, in, a, in an obligatory fashion. They're being classified as terrorist organizations that are putting, you know, um, same language as the egregious medical misinformation, they're putting the population in peril, but that are a clear and present violent threat, you know, to the nation. Mm. What bullshit. So Ted Cruz listed, I think, a bunch of organizations, and, and all with and, patriots. Uh, yeah, all yeah. Patriotic right, references. Exactly, and, and the director of the FBI sat there, you know, uh, you know, kind of tilting his head, and of course he said exactly what I knew he was going to say. Well, I'm not really, you know, aware directly of that language or of that document. Of course you're not. You're just the fucking director. I mean. Talk about the SS. Mm. That's what they are today. They're the SS. And I'm very sad because I've got friends and relatives that, um, that's what they do for a living. Yeah. And it's like, really? Seriously? So there's a guy that I watch on YouTube. His name is Michael. Oh, God. He's he's a um, reti- retired... Special Forces, Green Beret, um, and he's got a website, you know, and, and a YouTube channel and whatnot. It's all about, you know, self-defense and tactical this and that. And of course, of course, he's he's had the Navy SEALs on. And, and look, there's a lot of Navy SEALs. I think there's a couple of thousand. But he had like a, a small group of Navy SEALs on, and, and they were, you know, testing each other and lecturing each other and, you know, all in a good way, you know, teaching, instructing each other is a better way to put it. And, uh, you know, who should be viewed as true defenders of democracy and the American people? The Navy SEALs, right? Or Special Forces Green Beret. And here we are. The FBI makes this guy a terrorist. Now he's on the terrorist group, which means at any given moment, Anytime, at 3.15 a.m., at 4 o'clock a.m., at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, they could ransack his his studio. With his CNN house, outside. With CNN outside, and they'll say, well, we don't know. We just happen to be in the area. Yeah. Right. And and make a real show of it so that everybody says, see, see if you stick your head up and you want your voice to be heard, the government will come down on you and you will end up in chains. Mm. You will be disgraced. You'll be in leg irons. And you know something? The same thing happened to every single one of the apostles. Right? They were all murdered. You know, you want to call it martyred? You could do that. Except one, that was John. He wasn't murdered. He ended up being exiled to the island of Patmos. That's not a fairy tale island. Patmos exists. And I happen to have, through a very dear friend of mine, I didn't know she was going on vacation, and she went to Patmos, and when she came back, she gave me a little piece of wood from Patmos with kind of a, a um, 
Christian Orthodox icon what? painted on it. And I said, oh, my God, this is really wood from Patmos? I was thrilled. I was like, oh, sure. my God. So John of Patmos did not, was not murdered. I guess he died of natural causes or something. But but he, when he was there, he, uh, he penned the last book of the New Testament, which is Revelations. Hmm. We're in Revelations now. Amen. You know, John, it's funny you brought up Navy SEALs. This past weekend, uh, I think it was the third or fourth annual Navy SEAL swim in uh, remembrance of 9-11. The Navy SEALs get go down by the Hudson River the Jer in Jersey City. Uh, they all gather there. It's like a big... They actually had Pete... They get into that disgusting water? Oh, yeah. They, they actually had Pete Hegseth from Fox one year. He tried it. Uh, what they do is they all have l huge American flags that they carry over their shoulders. They jog a mile or so along the river. Sounds like a terrorist group to me. Listen, they all get there. They they say a prayer. They kneel and oh say boy. a prayer. Oh, boy. Okay? They all get up and they give the old, like, you know, like the Marines wear a hoorah, whatever. They get fired up. The leader, a great men. I was there twice. I observed it twice. Uh, gives a speech to rally the troops. So I'm listening to him talk, and here comes this, I'm going to say young lady, late 20s, early 30s, walking a little foofy dog. Mm. She goes, oh, my God, what's going on? She sees the American flags, a bunch of bare-chested men because they're ready to jump in the water. That's toxic masculinity. Worse, she goes, is this a white supremacist meeting? It, now, talk about the... Just thrown that propaganda, seeing what sticks and how many right. stupid people. Right. And listen, mm -hmm. I'm not the sharpest pencil in the drawer, mm -hmm. but what would make somebody think that unless the propaganda that's put out by the mass media every single day? Here comes this girl walking a little dog. She goes, oh, my God. what? I said, these are people that soldiers that fought for our for the that you can stay here and walk your dog in peace and say those words and say those words and they're remembering all the people yeah. while you're going to go have a, a latte later yeah. they're going to swim miles and jog across the river right. in remembrance of the 3000 or so people that were murdered on 911 yeah. how disgraceful and i just it's, walked away in disgust right right yeah and and she she but, didn't really have any idea what the hell she was saying. I mean, she knew what she was saying. Yeah. She didn't have any idea that she was brainwashed. Yeah, she no, she has no clue because she said it so innocently, like, yeah, it, oh, my God, but with a little bit of fear in her heart. Like, oh, my God, what did I stumble upon? Mm -hmm. Every one of the 50 or so had a massive American flag. I mean, come on. People were there with cameras and this this dummy. But because she's fed that every day. So between the censorship that we were talking about to start the podcast. And, and sponsored propaganda. And sponsored propaganda. Right. This is what's going on. Right. And you, plus, the education where it starts in high school and grammar oh, school now, college. So by the time these kids come out of college with, the, with all those factors, I mean, you know, they're not going to listen to mommy and daddy anymore. You know, if no, they listen to no, him already. We're, we're, we're far enough down the line that mommy and daddy may have been, you know, uh, uh, you know <laughs> grandma and grandpa they wouldn't listen to anymore. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa, yeah. Either they're too old or they're dead. They're gone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the whole, How thing, the whole thing is really scary to me. And, um, 
You, you know, look, if this were all about an ideology that nobody could have a green lawn surrounding their home, that it had to be purple, that's bad enough. But if it just ended there, and, you know, some people love green and some people love purple, and now they're fighting about what you should be because there's only one color that's going to get chosen, that's one thing. That's bullshit enough. But we really are in a fight. We really, sorry, guys. Aunt Dolly. We, no, we really are in a fight for our existence. And this is much more than just picking and choosing. You know something? If, if people want to go by a certain pronoun, I don't care. Nobody I don't cares. Care. I don't care. I really don't care. But that's just a crumb on the tip of the elephant's ass. That's it. And it's all meant to, all roads lead back to Rome. Censorship, misinformation, uh, big tech. Big tech is the most powerful tool on the planet it's not it's not nuclear bombs it's big tech and it's it's the it's the war that's going on that suppresses information and or speech that's the most potent weapon humanity has ever had and uh, if y'all don't wake up over this your freedom will be gone forever and the entire world will be ruled by Evil cartoon characters or or uh, James Bond characters like like Kissinger and Soros and Klaus Schwab and Tedros Tedros Gobbledygook from the World Health Organization mm. and um, Bill Gates. Do you trust these people? Do you trust these people with your life? Do you believe them? Do you really believe that they're altruistic? How stupid can you be? Mm. Oh, sure. Oh, no, no. Oh, Mrs. So-and-so, you have three small children, uh, eight, six, and, and four. Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll be stopping by this Saturday morning, and we'll be picking up your three children. But don't worry. It's all for the better. It's for, it's for their lives. It's for, it's for the betterment of society. What? What do you mean you're taking or, or, or much worse than what is, oh, how wonderful. Yes, take my three kids. Hmm. Take them. And oh. That's why I had we them. Can't, yeah, that's why we had them. We can't wait to see what wonders await them. Hmm. Oh, how about a deep underground military base where they're going to get their blood sucked out? Are you kidding me? You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. Holy Lord. Uh, you know what? Uh, we could go on and on and on and chase our tails with this episode. Hmm. Uh, censorship is real, Phil. Oh, uh, there's no doubt about it. John, would you call them dumb? Uh, a closing statement. Would you call these people dumb? We keep saying referring to them as stupid. We feel they're stupid. But are they just apathetic? Are they just conform? I people think, that just conform? I think there's different grades. There's no fight. Well, there, there's different grades of... Uh, capitulation hmm. there's different grades of um, compliance there are there are a lot of dumb people out there there are 
you know, and in the words of, I think it was David Rockefeller, I don't need a, I don't need a, a country full of uh, scholars because I want a country full of workers. He just wants worker bees to okay. make him his, his billions and billions of dollars. And then when he wants to push them around, he can. Um, so there are a lot of stupid people out there. And I'm not saying that, at, you know, to be denigrating. I'm saying this because they have to wake up because the elites really get off on the masses being uneducated and unaware. And how have they achieved that over the last three or four generations through the public school systems and through the university systems, which 100%. completely seal it off and cap it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's just really, it's it's terrible. I was going somewhere with this, but I kind of, kind of got lost in that you know scholastic system, which is just a real, real, real problem. And you know the whole, you know they're using every device on us. And and 100%. I'm going to tell you what, um, when push comes to shove, when you go right down to brass tacks or brass rounds. Or steel jacketed rounds. Oh boy. Or hollow point rounds. Easy. Or full metal jacket rounds. Or the ability to defend yourself. A lot of these numb nudge people regarding the Second Amendment will say, Well, if you want to go hunt squirrels, go get yourself an old, you know, blunderbust. Go get yourself an old um, muzzle loader and be like Daniel Boone. No, the Second Amendment, um, Second Amendment was never, ever, ever written so that people can go and, you know, shoot at food like Jed Clampett. No, no, no. It was to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. Bingo! Ooh, that would be Australia. It's rapidly becoming Canada. Mm. It is absolutely the CCP. Yeah, it's it's... Totally, totally true for Stalin's Soviet Union. And, and everybody seems to be confused over whether those remnants are recrudescing or whether they're not. Anyway, um, wow. you know, uh, freedom is freedom. And you either have freedom or you have no freedom. And I think I, think I want to just, I want to implore there's a reason why this statue here is on this table. This was a gift to the Jersey Alchemist podcast by Phil D'Angelo. That'd be me. This is Archangel Michael or St. Michael. And I am going to alchemize this by evoking Archangel Michael and then reciting the prayer to St. Michael. Okay. Ready? <clears throat> here we go. You want to evoke a deity, literally say the name three times. Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael. And to get it completely covered, dear Saint Michael, dear Saint Michael, dear Saint Michael, hear my most fervent, fervent prayer. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God... Rebuke him, we humbly pray, 
And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking for the ruin of souls. Amen. Right now, the evil spirits and Satan's minions are working through the global elite. They are. People become aware. People evoke St. Michael, the Archangel, the Protector. That's really all I have to say. Wow. John, on that note, I think we should end with... Did you hear that? They may take our lives, but they will never, never take, take our, our freedom. freedom. Uh, Wonderful. Unfortunately, it's coming down to that. So that was William Wallace. Yeah. You know, back in the day, what what was the what was the era? Was it the don't 1600s? Ask, or 1500s? Don't ask me I, tough questions. I, I I looked it up once and then yeah. I kind of forgot it. Yeah. But you know, American revolutionaries. You know, give me freedom or give me liberty or give me death. Yeah, uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Okay. All right, John. Okay. Great well, episode. I'm, I'm revved up. <laughs> yeah. All right, people. See you again on the next episode of the Jeez. Jersey Alchemist. And for God's sakes, people, like and share and subscribe. Fight the censorship, people. Fight the censorship. The ass you save will be your own and your kids. And if you don't do this, your kids won't be able to have kids. Your lineage is dead. So says Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab. Amen, people. All right, Johnny. Another great episode. Thank you, everybody. Join us on the Jersey Alchemist. You like what we're doing? Press follow, like, subscribe. Subscribe. Till next time. Peace.